Welcome to this episode of Stand Out, the podcast to better your business, brought to you by NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. Listen in, and you'll walk away with insights from exemplary members who share their business acumen and the newest ideas from authors and thought leaders relevant to the organizing and productivity industry. And now, here's your host, longtime NAPO member, Claire Kumar. Hi, and welcome to another episode of NAPO's podcast, Stand Out. I'm productivity catalyst Claire Kumar, and always thrilled to be your host. Today, we have an interesting conversation. This episode is dropping in December, and we're very excited for an event in NAPO's calendar, which comes up every January, Go Month. Now, I've been a member for 11 years, I think it is, and counting of NAPO, and there are so many rich opportunities that I've participated in from conference and special interest groups and more. But I'll tell you, I live up in Canada, and Go Month hasn't really been a thing up here. So I thought, you know what, I want to better understand this. And I think it's really important and a great opportunity for all listeners to understand what's involved in Go Month. And I thought, who better to help us understand than our very own president, Amy Tokus. So before I bring Amy into this conversation, I want to give you a little bit about her background. So I didn't know this, but her background is in engineering. She previously worked in manufacturing, a about being simpler and more efficient. It's known as lean manufacturing. You've probably heard of it. The lean thinking just carried over naturally into her home, and now she brings it into the homes of her clients. Amy is a certified professional organizer, CPO, and a productivity expert. She's the owner of Freshly Organized in Omaha, Nebraska. Her organizing tips have been featured in major outlets such as the New York Times, Forbes, and Good Housekeeping. Amy, I want to give you an extra warm welcome today. Thank you, Claire, for having me. This is such fun to be on the podcast. Well, we've been having a lot of fun this year with amazing guests, NAPO members and beyond. And I'm really thrilled to have you and your depth of knowledge of NAPO. First of all, maybe you can tell me when did you become a NAPO member and, and maybe give me a little history of how have you been participating in NAPO in your journey to becoming president? Yes. So I joined NAPO in 2008 and it was the very first thing I did in starting my business, which is different than a lot of people's stories. A lot of people have a business and they're chugging along and then they discover NAPO and come to NAPO. But for me, I was like, ooh, ooh, I want to do this. How do I do it? Who's my resource? And so I stumbled upon NAPO and said, well, I'm going to join that group because they know what they're doing. <laughs> and, so, and I'll tell you my, in 2008, when I was starting, it was pivotal in my development and my business growth because I had immediate resources. I had that point community to ask questions, which was huge to be able to tap into the veterans. Oh my gosh. Yes. We have members that have, I mean, part of NAPO for many, many years, and it is a wonderful opportunity for all of us to connect. So I love that you brought that up. I wonder if we can jump in to talk about Go Month and then we'll zoom out again and we'll talk about more of the rich opportunities that are available for us. But Go Month in particular, it's Get Organized Month. And tell me what we should expect 
to hear from NAPO, what is NAPO putting out, and tell me how listeners can become engaged and be an integral part of this movement. Yeah, good questions, Claire. So I will tell you, Get Organized Month is really our one month that NAPO focuses on our clients. And it focuses on getting out the message of, look at these resources we have. All of these people are here to help you be more productive, be more organized, whatever it is. So we're going to be highlighting members and sharing tips and tricks the whole month. And what you can do if you're an organizer, or even if you're not an organizer or professional productivity consultant, you can share the tips and tricks for everybody to see. And you can say, this is my association. This is what I'm a part of. This is my job. This is my business, whatever it is. And you can highlight January, which is just a natural time that everybody is wanting to be more productive and organized. It's one of the top New Year's resolutions. So it it aligns very nicely with what's going on in the world. Yeah, so I love it. So we'll be putting out valuable strategies and practical things people can do. So if it's part of your business and it will connect with your audience, you could, for example, link to a social media post and maybe even write a blog post kicking off from that and sharing it. So there's lots of different opportunities for the sharing of that knowledge. Maybe you expand on it with your clients. I always like reaching out to my clients with a relevant article or something that I think will be helpful. It sort of warms up another potential interaction and an opportunity to discuss where they might need some more help. Right. I think that's awesome. And it also shows your client that you are not the person thinking of all this stuff. You have this whole background of resources that are lifting you up and making you a better provider of your services because you've got that knowledge base. You're willing to learn, you're willing to listen, and you're willing to share. And some people may not be comfortable writing a blog post per se, and but what you can do is just hit share. And then you can say, oh, I love this tip, share. And then it goes out to all of your clients or your friends, or and then they can carry it on. And so it's kind of just elevating our industry by saying, hey, we are an association of professional organizers and productivity consultants. Watch us. We're great. We're fabulous. <laughs> so I love Go Month. It was like one of my favorite times of the year. So I like it because in NAPO's mission, awareness is part of the objective. So getting the word out about what we do as professionals, but this is taking it a little bit further and saying, not only this is what we do, but here's some things you can actually implement. So Yeah, because a lot of what we do is around the growth and skill development of our members as well. So that's the nuance. This Go Month in particular is really around, hey, here's some resources that you can share out with your clients. Yes. And I like that you mentioned a lot of our mission is about the growth of our membership because it is. It's about developing our members. It's about our members' success. I mean, really... That is probably the key to why we have an association. It's to support our members so they're successful. They're successful in their business. They're successful in their education. They're successful in however they want to be successful in their profession. 
Yeah. You mentioned just a little earlier Napo Point when you were talking about your history. In case somebody is listening and they don't know what that is, can you expand on that a little bit? Because it is, it's such a rich place of interaction. Oh my goodness, it is. <laughs> I will tell you, when I first started, I used to be on point all the time. And now I'm a reader of it. And there are some really engaged members in there, but you can put on any type of question you have on point. So you could say, you know, I'm working with somebody who has some time management challenges and these are some things I've tried. Here's what I'm struggling with. Does anybody have any ideas? And you will get a slew of people give you resources and say, you know, read this article or have you tried this? And it it just gives you options and ideas. And then the key to that is then you can bring it to your client and say, I consulted with my colleagues. That's what I always say. <laughs> and here are some ideas. Do we want to try this? I thought this might be working for you or something like that. So the discussions on there can vary from, you know, are you in this zip code? I need some help with an unpack. I have a client. Right. To find subcontractors or maybe a referral or a referral, something like that. Or it could be questions about a product. You know, I'm looking for a product to solve this, or it could be, you know, some more types of psychology type of things. You know, have you tried Pomodoro technique or have you, you know, there's something, there's all sorts of questions and discussions that are on there that if you read it, every day, you're just going to be a more informed professional. No doubt. So the tips and tricks are one thing, but we also get into the psychology of making decisions and emotional pieces and, and all of the different niches that we serve too. You'll find expertise in move management and ADHD and office filing and the kitchen and the garage. Like there will be somebody who will have something of value to share with you. It amazes me. And many people writing a book is, it's not only the practice of organizing, it's the business building side is there too, right? Exactly so what authors, I was thinking. Right? Right? Yeah. 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 That's where my head was going too, because we have this, how do we service our clients? But there's also this piece of how do we run a business? Like how do, what are some marketing things that you guys have tried that are, you know, winners in your area or writing a book or wherever you need support? That's what this community can give you. Most definitely. And I didn't know to expect all of that. I think when I first became a NAPO member, it's really rich. And so the point is one place we can connect. What are other ways that NAPO members can really sort of build relationship with other organizers and productivity professionals? What are other options for NAPO members? You know, there's tons of options. I'm just going to tell you that. So you can determine how engaged you want to be and how many things you want to do. There's plenty to do. And so pick what works best for you. There's anything from a book club with you know 10 people reading a book related to productivity or organizing, or you can join a chapter, which is more local people. Or for me, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska. I don't have a chapter, but we had an informal group of NAPO professionals that met every month, just informally. And so we didn't have a formal chapter, but we had this group or the other thing is I'm a member of the virtual chapter, 
I was just going to ask about that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an opportunity for people who don't have a local chapter. And here's what I'll say about the virtual chapter is the best part of the virtual chapter. I love the monthly meetings, but you get to meet up at conference and that's when you get to like celebrate and you get to meet all these people that you've met virtually and you get to see them in person. So it's like, it's the best. It's the in real life part. And right. yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned conference because I did want to come to that. We'll be doing a whole podcast episode on that shortly because that's not going to be far around the corner. It's in April in 2022. And I wanted to talk to you because I've been to numerous NAPO conferences and I mean, you have to plan to manage your energy because there's so much good learning and so much good social connection. And then usually there's a place you want to visit around, you know, where I remember being in the lazy river in Phoenix, having one of the best meetings, you know, floating down the river kind of thing. It was, it, there's so much richness in that, but maybe you can talk about your experience around the different conference experiences you've had, and maybe even some things we might look forward to. Yeah. Well, this year we're in Baltimore, which is pretty exciting. And we're planning in person, which is another very exciting thing for, you know, we haven't been in person since 2019. And so we're excited about that. They just released the program and the programs looks really amazing. Yeah. I just went through it last night, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, lots of new types of programming, which is exciting. And Our focus, this conference is really going to be again on the member and member opportunity to engage with each other at conference and also focusing on member success and what, what our members are achieving. I just saw a survey and we started out, you know, what, 30 40 years ago as a profession. And it was a kind of a cottage industry of part-time, you know, women working to help people get organized. And we've turned into a million dollar revenue generating profession. You know, we have members that are making money doing this and making a lot of money. And so I think we need to celebrate that. And we have to say, we are making it, we're doing it. So it's kind of fun. But you know what? You said something about managing your energy. Mm-hmm. I am so with you, Claire, <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much opportunity to socialize with your friends and meet new people and take classes and it's just, it's, it takes a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I don't know if it was two or three conferences that I was a product exhibitor in the expo. I was presenting and trying to attend things and that's a recipe for a bit of burnout. I'll just say that right there. It's a lot. Was it ever fun though? Oh my gosh. Was it ever fun? Because if you do happen to, if you're listening and you think about exhibiting at NAPO, it is an amazing opportunity because you meet everybody. You have a chance to connect. And we met there many years ago. We're trying to figure out which one it was, but there were so many. And so it's, yeah, it's this wonderful opportunity to connect and to learn both business tracks and deeper insights 
about skill in the profession as well from within the membership and also beyond the membership. I know you brought, you're bringing Crystal Washington in and little side story. She was the former podcast host for the NSA podcast. So before I jumped into this, I reached out to her and said, can we have a chat? Can we have a chat? Like, how was the experience? And we had a conversation and based on what she said, I'm like, I'm all in for this. So you know what? I have seen some of her reels and I am super excited. I'm just like, I'm like great find. I give high kudos to the conference program committee for locating her and spotting her and saying she's someone who can resonate with our membership. Yeah, I'm excited. I was messaging her last night saying, hey, I just realized you're going to be there in April. This is so exciting. She's like, oh my gosh, small world, right? <laughs> so yeah, so I'm very excited too. And and the robustness of the content. So if you're a listener right now, if we've got a listener out there who's thinking, I don't really know what the first step to take is to get involved in NAPO and to become part of this organization and be not only a member, but a rich participant. Do you have any thoughts on what you would say, you know, here, think about this. You know what I would say is if you join or when you join, take it in and find the opportunities that resonate with you because I'm an introvert. Okay. Some people are like, you're an introvert. I am an introvert. Mm -hmm. Managing energy is super important, right? Super important. Very important. So it took me a couple of years to get to conference after I joined, like I joined in 2008 and I didn't go to conference till 2010 because, well, for one, I didn't have a revenue on 2008. Cause I, I mean, like NAPO was the first thing I did. So identify a small community that you can start being a part of, or you can go big, but you know, you can find a SIG, a special interest group that you know, maybe you're a published author, so you can join the published author SIG group and you can have a small community that looks like you. And I say looks like you, that they're doing the same thing you're doing and similar kind of interests, same journey, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So that you can connect with them or, you know, join the book club or join the virtual chapter. And then you get those extra monthly meetings of, with CEU opportunities and just exposure to a whole group of people all over the country that's smaller, more intimate. Yeah, you'll be able to put some faces to names that way. And there's no barrier to entry because with some of the special interest groups, the speaking for fees group, for example, there might be, you know, you need to be speaking for three years and making money as a speaker for three years before you really can contribute. So look at the different groups based on your interest, I would say, and figure out where there's a fit. But certainly the virtual chapter and the book club are easy ones to jump in no matter where you are. Right. And then the second thing I'll say is volunteer. Do a small volunteer opportunity. I volunteered. I'll tell you one of the things. My first volunteer job was, well, I don't know if it was my first one. One of my volunteer jobs was a marketing job. Like it was a marketing. And I'm like, I am not a marketing person. I know nothing about marketing. But what they said was, we just need someone to be kind of a project leader. Oh, you've got that in spades. Right. (laughs) Well, okay, I can do that. And what happened was I learned so much about marketing just through listening to the conversations that it 
elevated my business. And so this volunteer opportunity was actually a business growth opportunity for me because I got to learn something I didn't know anything about. <laughs> well, tell me about it. I mean, I haven't hosted a podcast before. Know, exactly. So this is, I'm like parallel story here. I thought I'm going to actually, I've just decided a launch date for mine in 2022. And so I thought, what better way to learn? And also there's a couple things. So as a productivity person, I'm motivated by other people showing up. And I thought we already have thousands of downloads a month based on the great work that was done to build this podcast over three years. We're three years in now. And so I thought I've got a responsibility to show up for something. And I thought this will light a fire. I have to actually show up for this. So I found that I've grown a lot through this really wonderful opportunity. And even before that too, and like I said, I'm in Canada. So professional organizers in Canada, the sister organization to NAPO. And I was a longtime volunteer there at ICD as well. I volunteered consistently and you never know what it's going to bring you, but it certainly is fulfilling in terms of learning and ability to make contributions. And then the network opportunities are phenomenal. So yes, here, here to volunteering. But the one thing I wanted to come back to, you were saying you joined in 2008 and I know it was you were starting your business at the same time. So revenue was catching up to make you feel like you had the, you know, that it made sense to invest in conference. Do you think looking back, do you wish you had gone sooner? Would you do anything differently? Sort of knowing what conference does for you and your business? A great question. And the answer is yes. So I was very conservative. I had heard Oh, conference is such a game changer. You know, conference, it lights you on fire. You get to all this education. It's like, it's all very true, but being conservative. So I started in February of 2008 and conference was in April. And so I knew I couldn't do 2008. I, I mean, I, I was opening my bank account in April, so but I could have. I like really cut up if I would have like had my wherewithal. And then 2009, I just didn't have, I felt like I didn't have the income to support going. But when I went in 2010, I have been ever since. And it is a priority. I prioritize it in my business budget every year because I know I get a boost personally professionally. I like all that you leave and you're like riding the wave until September and then September hits. And that's my busy season. It's like, boom. And so I'm, you know, it's amazing. It's good. And then you start planning for the next one. That's right. Any tips in terms of making the most of attending conference or even any of the other opportunities, like making the time for it and prioritizing is one thing. I know after conference for me, for example, I needed to budget some time to process and make sure I could act on everything I learned. So it was like conference was four days, but then there was another two that I needed to spend to actually make sure I capitalized on that investment. Right. right. I started giving myself time the each evening of conference to gather my thoughts of what I learned that day and what really resonated. And that helped me come Monday after conference. When I got back to my office, it was like, okay, I've collected my highlights from every day. 
And these were the things I really resonated. Now, what do I want to prioritize? And I will tell you, having a roommate at conference is key also. And finding a person that balances your energy level is also very important because I I have a roommate that I've had many years. I met her through the virtual chapter and we have the same energy level in the evening. We both kind of quiet down. We take our time, we breathe, we read, and we kind of intersperse some conversation, but that's key to balancing yourself. Because if I had a roommate that was high energy and wanted to talk all night, then I would be in really bad shape come Monday. Right. That's like it. I wouldn't have that time to recover. That is such an important point. And I'm thinking back to the money roommates I've had and you're right. And it, it can absolutely be an uplifting extra layer to conference too, especially, you know, for highly sensitive people. I talk about that a bunch. We like some of that intimate one-on-one connection. And so that can be then part of the experience as well, which is very cool. And just a roommate note, I'm just going to say it really quick. 2010, my first conference somebody on point mentioned, Hey, I'm looking for a roommate. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, that would be great. And I partnered up with someone I didn't even know and had a great experience. It just opened my eyes. Cause I didn't know anybody at conference. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she opened my eyes to a whole new world. It was wonderful. Well, and that's true too. If you're going and you don't know anybody and you might be a little shy it can be a real icebreaker. I think there are there are some activities designed to make first-time attendees feel extra special and extra welcome and connected, which is really fabulous. But that extra layer of just being with someone else, it's always kind of fun to have a, an automatic friend. Yeah, right, group, right. And go to, hey, I know you. <laughs> exactly. Shall we go to dinner? Sounds yeah, great, yeah, right? I yeah. I will say if anybody comes to conference and you see me, pull me aside and you will be a friend. <laughs> I promise. So, That's right. So yeah. of you and we'll chat. Yeah. So if you're not watching this, if you're just listening right now, definitely head over to YouTube so you can see what Amy looks like and you'll be able to spot her in the crowd. So <laughs> the visuals are, are useful sometimes. Yes. yes yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I want to bring us back just to Go Month, which is coming up. This is one of the first ways that you can then be a participant in in the NAPO community. And if you're a longtime member, please pay attention to what is going to be published in all of the social media and through NAPO's various communication properties for opportunities where you can send something relevant to your clients and not only build the awareness of the organization, but also, you know, as Amy said, highlight the fact you're part of a rich network of people. I've used that just the same way in, in my business too, saying, I've got a group of people. I've got such a hive mind I can tap into for amazing insights. So, so please pay attention in January to the social media. I would like to say, I would love to see more of you comment on social media and share your thoughts, piggyback on and add your tips. So then the thread becomes even richer with more and more insights. So it's a great starting point and you can share your expertise in that forum as well. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Claire. Great idea. 
Yeah, it's that marketing thinking. So, it's, and and just you know that bring value. If you bring value, you open conversation, and that's what this can do for you and your business. So, so I'm excited for Go Month. You've given me a richer understanding of what to expect. I will be paying attention to the social media, and looking for that content that I can bounce off and generously share. So, thank you for bringing my understanding up, and for all our listeners as well. Is there anything final you'd like to say about Napo? And it's rich. We talked about conference. We talked about special interest groups. We talked about chapters. We talked about book club. Are we missing anything? That you know, there's so much. I could just keep talking and talking. I could talk all day about Napo, but I don't think you want me here. All day. <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna wrap up, but we're gonna come back on YouTube. We're gonna we're gonna have a little more exploration into another important question on YouTube. So I invite everyone to check us out there. But yeah, go to Napo.net and have a look at the wealth of offerings there. You know it's a tool to find an organizer by location. So if you're looking for someone in another part of the country, you can find who's there. And if you want member to member connection, dive into point and just really explore the richness of topics there. There's You could spend days in there. So be specific and go hunting for something and you'll be amazed, right? So, yeah. So Amy, I want to thank you for joining me today for this exploration into Go Month and beyond. I want to invite all our listeners, like I said, check out napo.net and the various social media channels that we have, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. We're all over the place sharing really rich content and in January specifically focused on giving and sharing knowledge with the broader public. So this is a real opportunity for the public to come and understand what NAPO does as well. So until our next episode, please, as always, be safe, be kind to yourself and enjoy your journey. That's all for today's episode of Stand Out brought to you by NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. Be sure to visit napo.net to join, learn more about our educational offerings, local chapters, and more.